0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, friends and foes alike. I am the West Virginia woman, Robin Holstein of RobinHolstein.com and Holstein House, where my guests get a good night's sleep at a fair rate plus breakfast. I've been keeping house since I was 17 years old, balancing the budget and paying the bills as an army wife on the salary of a PFC stationed at Fort Hood, Texas and as a single mother of two back home in West Virginia. Things have changed a lot since then, but I haven't forgotten what it was like. This podcast looks at society and cultural issues affecting families in West Virginia and in the United States. From food preparation and storage, gardening, home repairs, current events, and more, we'll go round the table and back in 60 minutes or less. So let's hang out and talk a while. Hi, welcome to the Holstein House podcast. Oh man, has it been. Did you have a good holiday? I celebrate Christmas. I don't know there's people out there that celebrate other stuff, but I celebrate Christmas. And whatever you celebrate, I hope it was happy as long as it doesn't involve hurting other humans or animals. I don't celebrate that and I don't encourage that. Uh, or, f- well, I can't say fish because, well, we do eat animals. Anyway, you know, this is Robin, and this is episode 22, 22, official 22 of the Holstein House podcast, uh, premiering on the Fountain Network, but we are now on several other networks. Um, Apple, we're actually on Apple Podcasts now, we're on Google Podcasts. Podbean is where I do my recording uh, for the uh, podcast. We're on Spotify. We're on Amazon M- Music. I guess it's music. I don't think it's Am- Amazon Podcast. But anyway, it's Amazon. We're on Amazon and Podchaser. So that's fun. <laughs> so if you listen to those, you can you can look for the Holstein House podcast. I, I probably shouldn't have put the word "the" in there, but I did. So that's how it is. The Holstein House Podcast. And however you found me, if you're on Fountain, I, ho- I hope you will boost and clip, and and for all of the others, like and share uh, amongst your friends. And and for those of you who are into the value for value, if you if if you find value in anything that I'm saying here today, I hope you'll share value back. So now let's get going. Um, but before I really jump in and get really uh, started, I want to share with you um, my Fountain app is still wonky. I, I don't know what else to do with it. I just don't. I love Fountain. I love the idea of Fountain. I don't know why the app is being such a problem on my phone. I've lost the ability to check the uh, top hot 50 uh, podcasts on Fountain. I get an error message. I've lost the ability to see uh, the interactions and um, uh, activities of the people I, I follow and who follow me back. Uh, I get an error message on it. I'm not. I, I can't tell if anyone's commented unless I go through a browser on a laptop to Fountain.fm to my to the hosting house podcast and look there. It's just dumb. And I have reported it and I'm really frustrated. I know they're, you know, a a relatively small company, but I I just don't, this kind of feels like just dumb stuff to me that uh, shouldn't be happening. So I'm sorry if if you're not getting replies fast enough, if you, if you think I should have, because I'm trying to mention the names of people who boost and, and comment and things, um, in in the podcast to to share a little bit and I, I don't see it I just don't see it I can and there's no way I can react to it in real time it's just going to be it's going to be late but I'm going to look I do look and I do uh, I do share so um you know if you really feel that your comment is significant and you want me to have it in time for the next uh, recording then you can Look me up on any of the show notes. I've got all of the links in the show notes of how you can reach me on other um <clears throat> other um sorry social media platforms and um and and reach reach out to me. So uh just you know, everybody kind of does the same thing this time of year. They're asking about resolutions, they're asking when you're taking your tree down and your lights down and what your plans are for the new year and just all, you know, stuff like that. And I, I mean, I'm going to do a little bit of the same. I'm interested in when do you take your holiday decorations down? My first mother-in-law, it's no secret. I've been married more than once. My first mother-in-law would have the tree put up Christmas Eve. They would get a live tree, pay the money for a live tree Put it up on Christmas Eve, decorate it all. Christmas Eve, <clears throat> do all the Christmas Eve stuff. Do all the Christmas Day stuff, and take it down Christmas Day. Pack everything back up and have it out. And she was a very, she's a very immaculate. She's still with us. Well, not with me, but she's still here. She hasn't passed away. She was an immaculate housekeeper. You know, she was. You could probably have eaten safely from the toilet seat, but and and I'm not but uh, I just thought that was a little a little bit of a waste of energy to th- put it all up the night of christmas eve and then take it down christmas day so it's up less than 24 hours maybe a little bit more but where's the enjoyment in that i i don't um, <sighs> I mean, I know that when, when she was raising her son, she was in a very small trailer. So it could be that she just didn't have room and that was a habit. But I don't know. Mine Mine's going to be up till, at least, till after New Year's Day. Depending on the weather, it could come, come out of the house and be, it could be packed up and out of the house and out to the building the second or third of January. It may end up waiting till the next weekend. It just depends on the weather because I'm not trudging through the mud and muck with that box of stuff. I've got a lot of boxes of stuff. I have a lot of stuff I put out and um, I'm not going to know. Plus I think you, I, I think you should leave the tree up. There's the whole 12 days of Thanksgiving thing. There's the um, epiphany, you know, idea you keep the tree up till the till epiphany and, I don't get into all that because I don't put the tree and the decorations in the same category as the birth of Christ. I mean, the tree and the decorations, the lights and all of the things like that are kind to me kind of like the candles and the banners at a birthday party. You know, they're not the birthday. So, um, they're not the person celebrating the birthday. So those that, that that part doesn't matter. It's the person, and for me, it's it's Christ. It's Christ's birth begins the process of the the birth, the death, and the resurrection. Um, without the birth, there can be no death, and without the death, there can be no resurrection. And without the resurrection, there is no salvation. So uh, that's how I believe it. But uh, the lights and trees here will stay up till at least New Year's Day. Uh, Even with guests, it'll stay up till at least New Year's Day. And then everybody talks about goals and resolutions. Oh, I've got, I'm going to, you know, lose 50 pounds and I'm going to go to the gym every day. How do you, how do you plan for the coming year? And, Time is a construct of, of man as, as far as, um, you know, the creation of the days of the weeks and the weeks of the year and the years and the decades and those things. Time is real. It, 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 it is there. There's daylight and dark and daylight and dark and the passage of time, you know, and things are born, things die and things grow and things die. And so time is real. The measurement of time, the way we do it, is, is human creation but we've all we have for a long time i don't know ancient history enough to know whether they celebrated a new year like we do but we have decided that january 1st is the beginning of a new year in the western cultures and so we've put a lot of pressure on ourselves to begin something new and um, change old things so people who want to quit smoking people who want to lose weight people who want to eat better go to any gym and talk to them about membership and they'll tell you before the end of january most people who bought new memberships aren't coming back probably about a third of the people will continue i know it was that way i went through weight watchers years ago years ago at least 10, let's see, was it since then? 12, I think, around 12 years ago I was going, and we knew that at the beginning of the year there would be all these people at the meetings, and the meetings would be very crowded, but the same thing, by the end of January, the middle of February, four to six weeks or so, people were dropping out left and right. It took me a couple, a few years to drop out. I I did real well with Weight Watchers for a long time, but then I just got bored with it. And I do that. I I get bored with stuff fairly easy. Uh, a couple years is about all I can do. So I get into a new habit like this. <laughs> a couple years of it, I'm I'm tired. Now the the YouTube the thing with the YouTube is that I've been trying at it. Hit you know hitting a little, hitting a little, hitting a little, and I really haven't been able to pick up steam. You know how some people kind of pick up steam pretty quickly. And I wonder whether it's my delivery, if whether it's my recordings, whether it's the topics, or whether I'm just not, you know, made for YouTube. Face for radio, they say. Uh, that might be it. I, for the coming year, there's a few things that I, I know that I need to work on. I haven't set hard and fast target dates yet. I do need to do that. Some things are out of my control, but I need to just go ahead and and set these dates. Get that building done. And I have kind of started it. I got some stuff out of it a couple weeks ago, and then the weather came. And I just kind of threw my hands up thinking, it'll be spring before I get that done. Then it dawned on me, you big dummy, you have a kerosene heater in the basement. And I have the kerosene heater in the basement, and I have kerosene, and I have it because what happens if the electric goes off here? Well, duh, no, there's no electric out there in the in the building. And I could take that kerosene heater, and I could take it out in the building, and it's going to get exercised because I'm going to use it. I Haven't actually used it in years, and I can warm up the rooms. Aren't very big. It wouldn't take much to warm up the you know the rooms. If you took the walls down, there, there's some houses that 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 their bathrooms are bigger than that little building so i you know i thought why why aren't you doing that well duh i haven't i'm going to do that i'm going to uh get after i get my tax stuff done because i have this week i've got end the year tax stuff to get done so i'm not going to do it this week but next week starting next week first of the year i'm going to take I, I could get the heater out before next week but and that's fine too but next week i'm gonna have a heater out there and i'm gonna start trying to work on getting that cleared out so that I can move stuff around. There's so much stuff in there that's, it's still usable. It's still good. We wanted to try to sell it. I've tried to sell some of it at yard sales. I hate yard sales. I hate working yard sales. I don't mind going to them, but I hate holding a yard sale. It's just so much stress and so much aggravation. And so few people want, so few people that live within yard sale distance here want what I have and people aren't going to pay to ship it. So I can do that. I probably will do that. I'll take the, I'll set it down. I'll, I'll take the heater, uh, the kerosene heater out there. I'll clear out an area around it so that it, you know, I don't have to worry about anything touching it. And that will heat the area. I'll start that up after I I'll get the birds up on days that I'm going to work on it, on that house and try to get that stuff out. I had a friend helping me with it week before last. And then Mr. Holstein and I took a big truckload of stuff to the Salvation Army uh, for them. So that's one goal is to get that building cleared out so that the second part of that particular goal is to get a new roof on. And the third part of that goal, whether it happens this year or not, I don't know, but I'd like to. The third part of that goal is to get the um, utilities repaired and back on. The the uh, electric, the plumbing. I would like to have have it back on, it, it, on the septic so I don't have to worry about a sewer bill. If we have city water, though, then it's going to need a sewer bill. I'd like to work around that. I would like to work with uh, rainwater from the roof, I think, because of what I would like to try to do in the long term, bringing in drinking water or having a Berkey type of filter for drinking water would be just fine it wouldn't be a 24/7 24/7 living arrangement if i put it on airbnb it's just you know it's not going to be like i don't do long term i don't want long term airbnb so I, it, these are just thoughts that i have right now to we'd have to have the electric because i i wouldn't be able to put the solar in i don't to reach the goal i need to have everything working soon so it would take a long time to get the solar put in and get that figured out. And where I'm situated, I don't get enough daylight, strong enough daylight to do much with solar. I had a company do an evaluation for the house I'm in now and between the other buildings around in the mountains and, you know, the angles and all that stuff, it, it ended up that I would barely, I would about break even and, um, I, I wasn't interested in breaking even. I need to be ahead, even if it's just you know ten percent. I need to be ahead. I don't I'm not interested in going through all of that nightmare just to break even. So that's one. Um I do need to get my I've got my notary commission uh, renewed. I have to get, and that's part of the year end stuff right now that I'll have to take care of this week. I have to get my new certificate loaded back up to the companies that I was working with before so that they'll, so that I'll be notified for, um, the higher paying work. Now I didn't have to do much to get, you know, the small stuff, the, um, occasional power of attorney, the occasional school, uh, trip form and, you know, DMV paperwork and stuff like that. That's, that's low fruit. That's low pay. Um, you know, you're talking to 10 maybe, for that for those kind of things the ones that i i really do well with financially are the ones that involve real estate and i have to get all this other stuff taken care of for that plus my stamp isn't in yet my notary stamp can't do anything without the stamp i ordered it through nna i'm a member of nna my membership's still good haven't heard any status update on the stamp yet so I've got to check into that this week as well that will help offset the costs of that kind of work the real estate work will help offset the cost of having stuff done to the little building and um, but I also that also involves travel so when I do that that's going to interfere with <laughs> recording these you see so I end up it just ends up you know, pick a lane, Robin, pick a lane. But I do need to get my notary stuff redone. And along with my notary, I am registered with the state of West Virginia to perform wedding ceremonies. I kind of backed off that. um, When I found out from uh, the pastor of one of the churches, uh, well, the pastor did the training that i took and she was telling me that our current bishop in the united methodist church says that if you are if you went through the process to be able to do that then you are ordained in a different church and you're no longer a member of the methodist church and i said well that can't be right why why would it be any different than a civil service and she said well if it's a civil service you're just a judge you're not ordained and i'm like hmm so i don't really want to lose my position in the methodist church so i backed off that a little bit and while well, I try to work that out, is that correct, um, is it an issue, and, um, you know, because one of the things I thought about doing was having uh, elopement ceremonies, so, you know, people who just kind of wanted to slip off and, and get married, and maybe want to do it on the weekend, the courthouse house isn't open, or something, I, you know, could do that, so, but we'll see, We'll see what how that goes. Uh, that's not a firm goal or resolution. That's kind of a mm, kind of a floater, I guess, over here. I'd like kind of like to do that. It's not a priority. Getting the getting a schedule for these uh, videos and my audio podcasts. Getting some um, some more guests in. Getting a little more, uh, I don't know, content up, working that a little bit more. I'd like to take, do that too. And all of this in understanding full well that I have uh, full time household responsibilities because that's what I do, and um, taking care of the husband, making sure he's got what he needs, and the dogs and the cats and the chickens and the ducks. It's not like I need anything else to do, right? So do you have a couple of goals or resolutions? I kind of like the idea of goals better because a resolution you kind of break. You know, if you're going to quit smoking, your resolution is to quit smoking. So you you end up quit smoking for a week and then you start smoking again. Your resolution is over. You have to start a new one. But a goal can be flexible. You know, can be you you can adjust that, adjust the dates. And the idea is to reach it. It's not necessarily always to reach it on this date at this time so there's that oh (laughs) this is a little bit of a brag Wayne went out to visit with his his mom and his aunt um, yesterday for Christmas and, and we we tend to get them flowers now because there's nothing they need there's nothing that they want you know, for Christmas. There it is. I told you it's a little off again. I don't know why, but it is a little off again. Uh, Anyways, Wayne went out to visit with his aunt and his mother. And on the way, while he was out there, he swung by a a friend of his house who had just had surgery, had heart surgery. And uh, he wasn't there because of the cold weather. He had gone to stay at his uh, girlfriend's house, and uh, he'd been li- staying with his dad, taking care of his dad until he had his surgery. So, but anyway, because the weather was going to be so bad, they wanted him down where he was closer to Charleston. But anyway, so Wayne's out there talking to um, uh, Big Dave and, uh, you know, catching up with him a little bit. He hadn't talked to him in ages and talking to electrics and batteries and generators and and stuff and they got to talking about chickens and different breeds of chicken and food storage and and a variety of things and Wayne you know was telling Big Dave that you know I have a handful of chickens and maybe by next spring I'll need a a few babies to you know as the older ones go off to freezer camp and (laughs) they, they just were talking about general stuff and They got to talking about canning, home canning foods. And uh, (laughs) Wayne told Big Dave that he said, well, Robin didn't raise a garden. She raises a few things. And he said, uh, but what she did, she went down to the farmer's market and bought a bushel of beans and canned those. To which Big Dave says, it's pretty, pretty close to a quote here, but it's really a paraphrase because it came to me secondhand. That's a good woman. She's a keeper. You need to hang on to her. <laughs> and then he said something along the lines of, I knew I liked her. <laughs> He's a character. He really is. Um, so I asked Wayne, I said, did you, did you share with Big David all the stuff that I have in, in our basement? And he said, yeah, he, he did. He told him about that. <laughs> Because that's where all my home can stuff is. Well, that's where all my pantry and stuff is, is in the basement. I don't know where to put it up here. And I hate basements. I like the idea of a basement, but I hate that basement. I hate climbing the steps every time I need stuff. I hate it going down there to do the laundry. I just hate it. I I don't mind having an upstairs for bedrooms, but I'd rather everything else be on one floor downstairs. I just hate the basement. So I tried to give Bob and Betty their pedicures yesterday. Um when you're not walking dogs regularly on concrete or something and the nails grow, you got to you got to trim them. Now Betty's the boxer and she she does fight me. We're getting a little better about it. She doesn't try to bite, she just pulls away and tries to wiggle away and stuff, but I'm getting a little better where you know I can get get the tips trimmed up. And uh, I did buy a little um, battery or well, it's a USB rechargeable um, dog dental file thing. It has a little wheel that spins with the grind. It's a little grinder and it's kind of high pitched. But I've previously with my other dogs, I used a Dremel with a little sanding uh, pad on it. And I just Dremel the nails down and they didn't, you know, it didn't really didn't really take long to train them, you know, to let me do this. It took several weeks, but, you know. I I didn't do a whole lot at once. I just touch them and give them a little treat, touch them and give them a little treat. Betty's not coming along that well. So I'm using those awful clippers. I hate those clippers. i would so much rather grind the nails down. It's so much less traumatic. It you don't, you know, you usually you can tell right before you get to the quick because you're, you know, they're pulling away and, and you can look at them and you can see and it just but Anyway, Betty hasn't allowed me to do that yet. I, I did fool with her a little bit yesterday with the uh, the new uh, little one, for the spe- specifically for dogs. And I did t- touch three or four of her nails before I gave her a treat so that she could see. Yeah, it might spook you a little bit, but it's not going to hurt you. Bob is a different story. Bob gets almost violent. He hasn't bitten me, but he's trying to. I mean, he really doesn't want to bite me, but he's absolutely not going to let me do his toes or anyone for that matter. Somebody has hurt his feet. And um, in his lifetime, somebody has hurt his feet. They've either took clippers and just snapped, you know, just cut. And I don't know, but you just barely touch him and he just snarls and snaps. And, you know, he's telling you, leave me back alone. I'm not playing with you. So the veterinarian gave us some sedatives and the first time i used them i didn't wait very long i it, the the um directions on the prescriptions say to wait two hours after you give them and i did wait two hours but i didn't wait much longer than that and he just absolutely fought me well then i had something else to do so i went to do that and wayne said that um that Bob was really dopey after I left and got a lot worse so we figured I didn't wait long enough well so yesterday I tried again I gave him the pills I set the timer on my clock which I, I know you can't go exactly by the minute but I set the timer on my clock when it went off at two hours I looked at him he was kind of dopey so I walked over and I kind of touched his feet and he was pulling them back and giving me a little growl so I knew he wasn't ready so I set the alarm for another half for half an hour and i kept watching him and half an hour went over and did it again he was a little more groggy but he was still able to pull back and if i if i even got close to his nail with the clippers he just come up out of there you know just like he wasn't sedated at all and so i did that half hour like four more times so i in all i went uh, around six hours with this guy never was able to do him. never once there was one nail that was real thin on the end that I knew I could just snap right off that looking. And I he stayed kind of drowsy and asleep, and I slipped the little clipper on that piece of nail, and as soon as I snapped it out off, here he came up, and it was after that there was no no going back. He he didn't he never passed out, never passed out. So I have pretty much resolved myself to the fact that I'm going to have to talk to the vet about actually putting him to sleep while he's asleep, clean his teeth, trim his nails, you know, give him the works. And we'll do that every, you know, a couple times a year, I guess, unless I can get him on a good schedule where we're walking, which that's my fault. And I know that that's my fault. I this time last year. No, no. This time a year ago. No, no. I had stopped by this time last year. So the year before that, I had been walking almost every day. And I was walking Betty almost every day, two miles depth to Walmart and back. It's a mile, it's a mile up and a mile back. And then when winter set in, I stopped. And then this year I didn't do it again. And it's my fault. But I need to walk them. And if I'm walking them on the concrete, it's gonna keep those nails wore down. And I won't have to worry about it. But I am gonna he's just I am gonna have to uh and have, have, the, have the vet sedate him and just, you know, cut those nails back. I hate it, but I, I can't. He's not cooperating with me, so I don't know what else to do with him. Um, so let me take just a, just a second to remind you <laughs> on the podcast that this is the 22nd episode of the Holstein House podcast. It's kind of like a commercial here. Um, we premiered on the fountain network. If you found me on the fountain network and you feel like I've brought you anything of value so far, I hope you will share that value and, um, and boost clip, find something good to clip and share it among your friends. If you're listening to me on any of the other, uh, podcast uh, platforms that are out there, Google or Amazon or, or I, uh, I Apple, I mean, not I Apple, Spotify, any of those, I hope you'll share it with your friends and pass the word around that that, the Holstein House podcast is out there talking about some interesting things down in West Virginia. So at this point in the year, we got to really start thinking about what we're going to plant in the spring. It's not that far off. And if you start things indoors, it's even closer. I don't, I am so upset because my garden last year it's been a container garden for a while and there's been a few years that I had the most awesomest container gardens I mean I had green beans all over the place one year it was crazy the amount of green beans I had and tomatoes did well I had some lettuce kale one year I had kale almost all year (laughs) we left one piece of kale out there just to see how long it would grow And it went for like a year and a half. It was crazy. And I was, you know, I was harvesting off of it. But (laughs) so I need to decide what I'm going to plant again. And I need to decide where I'm going to plant because I do want to put a gazebo out. And um, I, you know, it may be that the, the area that I've picked for the container garden is not getting the right amount of sunlight. Uh, direct sunlight, I should say. It gets, it does, you know, there's a shadow. It's not a dark shadow, but there's a shadow of the house next door on part of it. Something in that, that may be, that may be it. I may have to move again uh, the containers to a different spot. Um, there's not going to be too many more options if I put a gazebo out there. I don't know. I don't know, but this is the time when we need to start thinking about that. And if you've never done or if you've only occasionally done a little bit of a garden or a container garden, think about it now. Uh, Tomatoes are always a favorite. The problem with tomatoes here is Wayne doesn't really like them. And it only takes a couple of plants to overwhelm me as far as eating tomatoes. But then it's not enough for canning because you need so many more to can. So, again, I know Wayne was laughing. A lot of people were laughing at what I paid at the farm market last year to buy green beans. It was a ridiculously stupid amount. But the fact was, I hadn't grown anything. And we also have to decide, too, is it worth the effort? I mean, buying store-bought canned food is, (laughs) is not a sin. It's not. You don't have to home can your food to be prepared. And people who home can are not necessarily any better than people who buy store-bought. The thing about home canning for me is I know how much salt is in stuff. I know where the food came from that went into those jars. And I also know that if I need to, I can prepare and I, I can home can food, you know, for us. Doesn't mean I have to. I have I have store-bought canned groceries downstairs, too. Uh, but you know, I'm, I'm trying to home can more because I just like the idea of doing it myself and knowing what's in it. And I like home canning meats, chicken, beef, pork. I, I do. I, <laughs> it can go bad if you drop it or, for, or if the jar freezes and breaks or if the seal comes off, I mean, you know, the, the seal on the lid, but it, It's already cooked. You know, it's shelf stable. You don't have to worry about losing the electric. But you can also store by home. You can store by canned food, too. So, um, you know, it's okay. It, it, whatever works for you. But having fresher food, like if you if you're, have a container garden or if you have a home garden, is always better for your health. Because you can walk out and pick that and eat it the same day. And you're getting a hundred percent of the nutrients it can provide you without losing any in the process or in the cooking. But this is a time to decide. I want to get some kale out again. That's I've I've mucked around and not gotten those kind of colder weather things out soon enough because you don't want to put kale out in June. You want to put kale out in in the cooler weather. But I didn't get that dumb plant dug up before it, the ground got froze. Um what's it called, a canny, I think it's called a canny, it's got big old oval shaped flat uh, leaves on it, and it has a big stalk with a big red flower on the top that comes out, and you're supposed to dig them up in the fall, well, it was too wet to get out there messing around in that yard, and then now it's froze, so I didn't get them up again, and it's just all, I mean, it just is, (sighs) there's just way too much of it out there, um i we got i don't i don't know obviously for a lot of the united states we had that big freeze that came through and we got the white christmas we've been crying for for ages right so we've been saying i want a white christmas i want a white christmas well we got one (laughs) we got one this year mark it down december 24 25 2022 was a white christmas in most of the united states okay we got it. Uh, we got some sub-zero windchill too. So I have a couple of videos and, and audios up of um, dealing with the, uh, uh, trying to take care of the poultry in the uh, minus 15 degree windchill. It was uh, not fun. It's, it's not what I want to do all the time. And Occasionally here and there. I, all right. I don't want to have to do it all the time. And the birds don't want to have to do it either. <laughs> but, um So we get this. I got an email. I actually got an email from the power company asking me not to use electricity unnecessarily so that they can reduce the demand on the grid. Reduce the demand on the grid. Don't charge all the things. There's a big demand on the grid. Now, for those of you on uh, the podcast i'm also recording this for my youtube and the people on youtube can see the face that i'm making and it's one of exasperation aggravation whatever shun you want to stick in there because this is ridiculous you know there is a big push by a minority of people in our government. And I'm telling you, it's a minority of people in the government because the people on the ground in the United States, the majority of the people, don't want to be forced to use solar for anything. You know, this used to be the land of the free, but all of our legislators, all they do right now is brag about the legislation they've passed. I submit that it is entirely possible we have more restrictions on us than the people of China. The difference is where the restrictions are. But anyway, um, we're being asked not to in, in, in the coldest snap in in a long, 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 long time in the United States, and key portions of the country are being asked not to use electricity. There are blackouts in some areas, yet we've got m- billions of dollars to send to other nations, not just nations at war, but other nations generally. What could we do for this country if we cut our, uh, our, our, the, the, the money that we send overseas to any nation by 2%, just 2%? And get out of that mess in the Ukraine. I'm sorry. I don't usually, I try not to get too political on my YouTube because it's not the place for it. But you know, when I look at what's happening and how it affects my household and it's going to affect everyone else's households as well. The infrastructure, the electrical grid, the water infrastructure and our highway infrastructure in this country is, is collapsing. We're, we're a, almost at third world level in some of this stuff. And, you know, we used to be the the shining city on the hill. But we haven't kept up and we're giving away, we're giving everything away and our house is falling around down around us. So I, I'm absolutely furious that I got that. Not, I mean, you know, if it's legitimate that the electric company was having trouble keeping up or they were afraid they would because... I know that, well, there's been several uh, plants, electric plants, in my area that have shut down in the last 10 years, several, that could be up and running producing. And you know why they shut them down? Because they're coal-fired plants. Coal-fired plants. We're willing to freeze our people to death it's okay for these other countries to destroy themselves with with lithium mines so that we can better to create mix for our solar to store the electric from the solar we can kill people in other countries you know in the united states when we strip mine for coal or we strip mine for any mineral just strip mine we have laws already established that says they have to reclaim those sites and bring them back to as close to previous condition as possible they have to plant grasses they have to plant trees they have to plant wildflowers they have to put this thing back in as close as possible condition it has to be clean now years ago Back in the fifties and sixties, they didn't have that. So yeah, there's still some abandoned mines that there's some nasty drainage coming out of, you know. But you, in today's world, it doesn't happen that way. And the the strip mines in the United States usually end up in better condition environmentally than I guarantee you the, the the lithium mines in these third world nations are going to be. And then you want to preach to me about. Um, Environmental responsibility? No, no. I'm sorry. I shouldn't go off on that on my YouTube. That's not the point of my YouTube. But um, that's just where we're at. Don't use electricity in the United States of America? Really? I'm already using LEDs in just about everything I've got. Are you telling me that I'm pulling that much off the grid no, and I get it no it's the it's the it's the whole of the thing. It's not just each individual house, it's all of the houses dragging on. I get it. I get it. But this is but this is ridiculous. And I know without a doubt there's no legitimate politician watching or listening to this. But I'm telling you, the next time I see one and I will write because I don't believe in just ranting off on social media I'm going to write and it's not just going to be an email that gets lost out there in a server somewhere and never seen I'm going to send a letter I'm going to write a letter baby just wrote me a letter I'm going to write a letter and I'm going to send it to the local office of my congressional representatives my senators and my house representatives might send one to the White House but probably not because then I would never be heard from again the FBI'd be on me. They'd be looking at my laptop. I'll send a handwritten letter. I encourage you to send handwritten letters. Don't don't blow, don't waste your time on email. You'll get some electronic response. The person will never actually see it. And if you were to talk to them face to face, they wouldn't know you. Send a written letter. It might, if you send it to DC, it's going to go through one of those machines where they make sure that you didn't send some contaminant in the envelope. Send it to the local office. You can call too. That's always good, but call the local office. If you overwhelm the local offices, they'll have to pay attention or at least a little bit more. All right. Let me get off that because I I really, I, I am, I love to debate politics i don't like this particular subject because it's stupid but anyway i i I didn't i don't want my uh youtube or my um uh podcast to become a angry white person (sighs) Um, politically based program i can do that somewhere else um, in the years, I've got uh, my business uh Robinholstein.com Robinholstein.com, but um Robin's desktop. That's what I do my notary and my consulting, my administrative consulting stuff out of. Uh, it's the one that I'm gonna I'm I'm really gonna be winding down. I'm not gonna do much more than the notary work anymore on it. And um, but i it just <laughs> it's one of those things I've had it for so long, I just I can't hardly let go of it. I've got to, I've still got taxes to do for it because I did make money through it last year. It wasn't a whole lot, but I've got to do my tax in the tax stuff. got to do in the tax stuff for the house, try to get that. Uh, I was late last year. We filed an extension because I couldn't get my act together. Plus our bank changed systems. I love how they use that. <laughs> Banks and doctors and everybody changed their systems. And so things aren't right. Um, They changed systems, and I didn't have access to some of my uh, electronic uh, statements, and I had to go in and had to get them to send them, and then they didn't send them, and I had to go back, and it just was awful. I mean, they're good people. I like, well, it's actually a credit union. I like them. Overall, it was just a a snarl, ran into a snarl there, but I've got to get all my end-of-year taxes taken care of this week, this week. Um, Bitcoin is it's, it's looks like it's going back up a little bit. Um, I haven't bought any more. I haven't put invested any more in it yet. I—I um, I will be doing that. I was looking up a little bit of stuff. Uh, I know they're prosecuting those people. I saw a couple other coins that were starting to move that are still down in the like the double digits for purchase. Um, I think the phrase they use for that is um, SH coin. <laughs> sht coin um but the people who prefer bitcoin over everything else so i you know I, I don't know i might i might play with those a little bit there it's not that much to get in i mean you know 15 dollars for one and it's something i can get in and you know buy a handful of them and just see what happens i mean i I think I said it before, it, I'm not going to put anything more into these things than I would say going to the movies. Because, I mean, if I've got money to go to the movies, yeah, I get some entertainment out of that, but I don't have any money at the end of it. Well, if I if I put a little bit of money in Bitcoin and some of the other um, uh, other ones, then it's, it's not going to be any more than I would waste going to the movies. I'm not putting hundreds of do- or thousands of dollars in any of them at this point. I may regret that down the road. I mean the one I saw this morning when I was checking was eleven ninety nine I think each for each uh coin and um, I'm not gonna you know I'm not gonna buy thousands of them. that's that's not my end game at this point i'm still learning it so and then speaking of learning and this is just about to wrap it up um (laughs) like i had nothing else to do i'm going to start well i've already started listening to uh, a short course on on the technician class ham radio license i'm going to try to get my ham radio license I really want to get the general license. You have to get the technician first. But I think you can take all the tests at the same time. And I, I want to do that. I want to do that. I want to be able, I, I don't necessarily, you know, here's here's in the nutshell, here's what's going to happen as far as I am concerned. I'm not going to bug out unless it's to his place in Lincoln County, which is just a few miles from here. It's not like it's a, it's not like buying property in Tennessee. I'll bug in if something major happens. I'll be here where all my stuff is, where all my medicine is, where my house, my cat, my dog, my chickens. It'll be here. I'll stay here. Um, I, but I want to be able to survive here. You know, if something really bad happens. We had a derecho go through a few years ago, and I've shared this before. And certain areas around me were without electricity for two weeks I want to be able to go a couple months if I have to. Now, I don't know what I do about the winter because the winter, going a couple, trying to go a couple months in the winter, if we use this winter as an example and it's only a week old, <laughs> uh, that's going to take some creativity. I have easy access to the river, as do a million other people. But what would end up happening is that river would become contaminated with sewage. At a level that we haven't seen in decades, because as pe- the public sewage system fail, people would be going, maybe reopening old septic tanks or putting in new septic systems or, or just walking out back to the creek with a bucket, dumping it, it in the creek. So, you know, you got to have a way to sanitize that water. Um, and I mean, I've got rain barrels, but in the winter, they're frozen. I mean, I can go out there right now, and they may not be frozen in the very middle. But anything you put down in there to try to get that would then freeze the middle. So <laughs> that water's frozen. I can't get it out of the barrels. So to have to think through those things. But the I, the thing is, is I'll I'll be here, and I want to be able to hear and talk to other people. If the internet's down. Well, I can't do that. If the cell towers are down, well, I can't do that. We don't use the the old-fashioned telephones anymore, so you're not going to be calling anybody. And I, you know, it just, I'm going to be here. And how do I get through, uh, you know, a couple months or so here? So that's the long term. But I I want to get my, okay, able versus allowed. I get that too. I I know. Um, But I want to be able to practice while I'm allowed so that when I'm able, I'll be able to. So I do. not have one of those little bell things, or however you pronounce it. Let me get it. I had it out here looking at it the other day again, while I was It's just, it's just that. And um, UV5R. I, I don't. I can turn it on, and that's all I can do. <laughs> I had the book. I looked at the book. I don't I can't can't tell you how to do anything but I want to learn how to use this and and I, I want to have I want to be able to put up a little antenna that can get me out of you know this just immediate area and get me out a little further out so I have an idea of what's going on and I also want to get see, here see I, I also want to get a CB radio now my mom was big in CBs in the 70s and she had a big old thing on the kitchen table and her microphone and stuff had a gigantic antenna out back my dad put up for and she had them in the car and the van. We used to have a van and, um, you know, she had her license to do that. I even, I even remember her call letters, but, um, so she had all of that and you can use that too, um, without as much, you know, involvement, but, um, I think I don't think I think CB radios are now kind of like um, only fans is on the internet. It's just from what I understand, it's a lot of filth now. Which there were certain channels where it was anyway, but um, you know, I'd like to be able because I want to be able to contact people and know what's going on around me when when things come apart. I still have a television antenna to pick up over-the-air uh, television, so. I need to be able to know what's going on, but I'm going to be here. I'll be staying here. Let's see. And that's really, um, that's it. Uh, You know, don't forget that, uh, you know, I do have uh, Holstein House on Airbnb and uh, direct book. We do um, provide uh, B&B, you know, for guests. We have a room that we let for that. And uh, I do fix a breakfast for my guests. That's it, just breakfast. And, you know, we want to invite you to let 2023 be a year that you stay here. If you find yourself traveling through or to West Virginia along the West Virginia Turnpike, Interstate 6477. Um, We'll have a going to have a couple. Well, they're actually already up, I think, uh, a couple specials for January and February. And we'll be at and therefore our direct book guests. I've said before, anything that I promote on on uh, Airbnb, Airbnb wants to, their percentage of. So I don't, I don't do that. And it actually, costs you more to stay using Airbnb than it would be to direct book because I want you to direct book. Direct booking saves you and me money, saves us both money because we're not having to pay Airbnb. But anyway, so let 2023 be the year you choose to stay as you travel through our area. Go right now. Go to robinholstein.com and choose uh, Holstein House from the from the menu, and look you know look through, look at you know the offers and things that are there, and check the dates that you think that you'll be wanting to stay. See if they're available, and if you book, you'll see the specials. Um, right now, we've got the chocolate and coffee stay. Uh, if you you choose it it's good for um, from now till the end of March it's not available through Airbnb Uh, and and what I do is I've got Hall's chocolates that will be in your room not a whole lot just a few because they're kind of expensive but there's a there'll be a few there for you and um, uh, um, Coal River Coffee which is a local coffee company Uh, I have beans I will freshly grind those for you if you like and and I now have the ability to make a macchiato, which is kind of like a cappuccino, but I don't steam the milk. I froth the milk. I'm not very good at it yet, but uh, it's free for guests for a little while while I'm learning. You just kind of have to let me know ahead of time so that, uh, so that I can make that, have that ready and make it for you. Um, I hope you can enjoy the rest of your, your Christmas season. And... Um, the new year, please don't drink and drive. I had a cousin who, 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 he really did. He died from, from that. He, um, of course, you know, West Virginia, we have a lot of back roads and, and, um, he was drinking and driving home in the back roads. And a lot of them are, you know, very curvy because of, uh, of the mountains. And, um, he smacked in the back end of one of those ash blown trunks, the trucks, the the, the the things that where they go. And they, you know, it's a company that cuts down trees. And he smashed in the back of one of those and killed himself. Drinking and driving. So please don't, don't do that. Um, it's not macho. It's not sexy. It's gross. And you could kill people or yourself. And um, so please, please don't do that. Uh, get yourself, save a little money back and get yourself uh, an Uber or a taxi, depending on where you are, have a friend designated, make sure that they keep to their word and they don't drink. But please, please don't drink and drive. Um, so that'll be it. That I'll wrap that up for episode 22 of the Holstein House podcast. Uh, twice now, maybe more, but I can't tell with my app. <laughs> uh, in the top 50 on the Fountain FM Network hot list. Um, I love you guys for helping me get there you know, that may be the only two times I ever do it, but I've done it. So yay me. Uh, it's same all the great say, or it's great. All the same, same all the great. my goodness. So if I, I don't have a list of those who have, um, boosted, uh, for this, for the previous episode, I'll try to have that for the next, uh, posting. And, uh, I want to wish you a Merry Christmas. And if I don't talk to you again, a very happy new year.